0: Is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
1: this, yeah!
0: this, this, This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live. live from Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. by Lord. Keeps yeah. Keeps yeah. And he it the line. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Bratis, Rob
2: Phillips, And Bill Jones. And welcome into Talking Cowboys from Oxnard, California. Good, happy Wednesday to everybody. Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, I am Rob Phillips, Caden Gates, and William Boykins producing just over yonder at the tent. The Sandblaster's back this morning. Mickey's feisty. We're ready to roll here. It's
3: It's chilly this morning. Yeah, it is. I almost had to wear my sweatpants.
2: Got your harbor jacket on. You're ready to roll.
3: This feels like Bar Harbor all of a sudden.
1: Nice place there, that Bar Harbor. Yeah, it it is. It is. What about that practice yesterday? What about us? We can start right there. We
2: can start right there. cal has oh, got We're gonna w- talk football.
1: Yeah, we'll talk some football. We're gonna talk a lot of football. We can talk a little. My contracts. mom asked. My mom asked. If we talk football today. <laughs> I got. I got a My page. mom watches this show every day. Hi, I got mom. a whole page love of you
3: contract stuff right here. Go for,
2: Oh, you got contracts?
1: <laughs> we can get to it. Yeah. We can we, get oh, to it. Rob will get to it now. He'll get to it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Miss Broadus always keeps us in line. She, though. She's not afraid it. to
1: say when the show's not good too. Uh, <laughs> I love her for that. I
2: love it. I yeah. love it. And by the way, fans on Periscope. Yes, we love questions. Tweet it, Brian. Yeah. And, uh, Absolutely, and we'll get to those two during the show. But yeah, we've got Zeke update, Dak Amari update. We can get to that a little bit later. We've got what you doing there? Broken we got a hand. hand. We got some injury <laughs> and a updates. Finger, and a finger, yeah. We've got a practice update. Yeah, I've got some. I got some questions for you guys on some. Prog- oh, I love some, this. Some progress reports on I love some this. of these guys. We got a big show today. Why don't we start with the injury yeah. news? Robert Quinn.
3: Break it down for us, Dr. Spagnola. Got a broken bone in his hand. Had to go back home to have it surgically repaired, which means they're putting a pin in one of these little small bones in your hand. I think I read where they compared it to DeMarco Murray's yes. uh, broken hand, so that means probably one of these bones yes, sir. right here, right? Absolutely right. And that uh, he should be able to get back in play So uh, by the season opener. And I would imagine, if I remember, with uh, Murray, he kind of padded, it, padded it up, had the Mickey Mouse hand, wrapped it up, and he had to carry the football. He sure Robert did. Quinn doesn't have to carry the yeah. football, so uh, it might hurt him from grabbing the offensive tackle. But uh, looks like he should be back, and then uh, we'll see where the Luke Gifford's uh, broken finger goes. I
2: was right there when he was walking off with one of the athletic trainers. That didn't, that didn't, that looked painful. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, dislocated finger. finger. Yeah. They're checking to see if there's more in there. Right. Something in addition yeah. to yeah, a dislocation. Put a, a splint
3: on it, wrap it up.
1: Yeah. 1964. Let's go.
2: Yeah. Let's go. Middle linebacker, <laughs> Chicago
1: Heights. You know, uh, going Dick back. Dick Buckus <laughs> wouldn't let a finger keep <laughs> exactly. him out. Going back on the Quinn injury, happened when he was trying to SWAT Tyron Smith and he caught Tyron Smith's brace. Hmm. You know Tyron Smith wears the That's big, a bra- big old brace. Big, like he's got a knee brace. If you haven't seen Tyron Smith, he wears a, basically a knee brace on his elbow. That's how big of a, uh, you know, his arm is to have to take the brace, and it fits like an elbow brace. But anyway, Quinn tried to slap him with the left hand, got the left hand extended, it went into Smith's brace. Smith was trying to get rid of his hands, and the brace came across and it just bent his hand. You could mm. see the impact of the brace on the bone or on the top of the hand. And as soon as it happened, Quinn knew. He, he just stopped. He just stopped his rush. And, you know, his hand was basically just hanging like that. But you know, a lot of it had to do. He was trying to get inside leverage on Tyron Smith on the rush, left hand extended, and Smith's brace just caught him. Right on that, and that's what probably it broke and, the bone. And there was some suspense
2: out here. You know, obviously he's an important, going to be an important yeah. player for this team. And head athletic trainer Jim Maurer spent a lot of time after practice with the Jones family, right. updating them. And you're kind of wondering for a second what's going on here. Yes, um, Stephen Jones let everybody know what's going on with him. It, it's, it's a significant injury because it's the caliber of player it is, obviously. It's right. it's good that they expect him back for week one, but man, you know, that's the other side of the pass rush where you know Demarcus Lawrence is coming back yeah. from an injury too. And so you're you're pointing for both of those guys for week one. Uh if it's gonna happen, happen now.
3: Where's the taco
1: drop? Aha. Uh-huh. Saw a taco rush yesterday though against I think you might as might have saw it as well. Yes. Sack? In the yeah the sack. Yeah. And you yeah know, I mean it was it would have been a sack fumble. You know, it's funny that the way that Taco did, he showed balance. And when Taco when Taco shows balance, he has a chance. I was down in the corner of the bag drills where they go through. If you ever come out to camp, and we love to see you say hello along the fence if you do. Um, the thing that, the thing that you know, Rod Marinelli, he, he went through the bags, and he was better. And, 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 you know, you could tell that Rod Marinelli, I don't think it's just cheerleading. I think Rod Marinelli will tell you if you're doing good. If Rod Marinelli doesn't think you're doing good, he'll get on you. And there were a couple of those reps over there in the bag area where, you know, you could hear Rod Merrill like, that's it, that's it, that's it, you know, and he's, and he's, he's kind of encouraging him to, we all talk about taco. It's just a spin move. It's no balance. Yeah. It's nothing to it. He's rushing now with a little bit of a purpose, and like Mickey said, and you said yourself, Rob, you know, Quinn going out, next man up, whether you buy that or not, guys like Dorrance Armstrong, taco – these guys, any type he gets reps against Tyron Smith and has a little bit of success, you know that's got to give you some encouragement. That's all I say about it. you. Go up against the Travis Fredericks, the Zach Martins, even the Lyle Collins to a point, and you have a little success against them. You can have big success against other people in this league.
2: You know, Dorrance Armstrong, I think last Thursday won a one-on-one rep against Tyron Smith, yeah. and it's like you've said all along: if you win one out of five, yeah. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win and you can take that with you and Dorrance Armstrong by the way before the injury was getting left left end first team reps yesterday. Yeah, sure was.
3: Well, he almost got put on the sideline by Tyron Smith on the one-on-one pass rush. Yeah, I'm saying one he out came, of five. He Just came, one. Out no, of five. no, no, he came up limping. He yeah. he he hurt his ankle and they they rewrapped it and he came back in and had a good team session, but he almost got buried. Taco had really good one-on-ones. Uh, pass rush yesterday. Sure did. Now, if he can only go up against Mitch Hyatt and Jake Campos all the time, he, he'd be a pro bowler because he destroyed those guys. He still progress. doesn't understand that spin move to the inside that you can't spin before you make contact right. with the guy. Right. He spins too early, and all they do is sit
1: there they and wait. catch him.
3: They catch him, yeah. And, and so he's got to learn that. But at least he was making progress, I thought, uh, with with those spin moves.
1: Yeah, the, the, the rush that he got Tyron Smith on wasn't a spin move. It was right. he, he, Tyron Smith's hand came up high, Taco able to dip it, you know but like you said Mickey have a plan before you get to where you need to be and he was able to get once smith's hand went high taco got that shoulder underneath and then was able to 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 sharpen the angle there that's what he's got to do more these guys out here know that the smart ones tyron smith Lyle collins those guys when they know they go against him he's going to spin it's like, it's like riding a bull if you're a bull rider. And not that I'm a bull rider, or anything, but you know this bull is going to buck three times and spin to the left. And, that, and that's, and that, you know, I mean, you've seen it enough. You've seen it enough that you say, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit here. I'm certain now I've got to get ready for that spin, you know, ship my weight. And that's what these offensive linemen are doing. The Mitch Hyatts of the world and guys like that, Jay Campos, they haven't seen mm. that. Yeah. So it's hard for them to kind of – and, you know, the athletic ability is a little bit – well, not a little bit, a lot less – with those two guys you yeah. think the cowboys have a scouting report on
3: the bulls uh you know yeah you need there's s- what this bull does yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. i tell
1: you what running with the bulls that's something i want to do actually no you do not yeah i do you know it's always somebody from illinois that gets hurt doing that by somebody the way. gets hurt in every illinois, year they every get year gored uh, here we go Don't we're going, get hurt we're going off the path but in pamplona i've checked this this is a statistic i swear to you that Pete there's every year somebody from Illinois gets killed at, that, doing is, running with the is Bulls. Is that right? There's something that happens to the state of Illinois at running with the Bulls that Speak, we're speaking speaking bucket list either.
2: But.
3: Speaking of Illinois, I met Kellen Moore's dad. He came up and oh. introduced me. He was introduced himself at practice.
1: Ah, there you go. We
3: basically, coach coach we, Moore? We basically <laughs> grew up a forest preserve away from each other. There you go. When his his dad was Illinois. coaching. Illinois, good state there that Illinois. His high so, school coach. Uh, he's still coaching too. Oh, yeah. by the way, his
1: brother coaches at Fresno now. Right, it's in their genes. I'm their telling their you, tell you what, I, thought he, I thought he had a good day calling plays yesterday. He he went after Chris Richard and those guys showed yeah. us a couple little things different, some wrinkles, a little of some wrinkles. So before we get to that, I I've got a
3: list here of guys that either didn't practice because of injury, oh, geez, didn't be... practice because they were in Cabo, or <laughs> didn't practice because <laughs> oh, they is had there a more than vet. one? The, they, they had a vet date 16 guys did not participate yesterday That's a lot of good practice
2: and by the way they signed a guard sla- he's listed as a tackle okay Lukeus you pronounce Ma- his name Lucius uh, mcneil Lucius, i think so yeah, yeah. uh tackle. i thought it was
1: lucas but Lucius. Well, i haven't heard maybe I've, it
2: is lucas i'm not I sure think it's
1: just a funny way of spelling lucas
2: okay all right so he's it's mcneil yeah, he's a rookie out of Louisville. He's 6'6", 328. He's listed as a tackle, but he played uh, guard as well in college. He's yeah. going to be both. He was yeah. listed as a guard in Oakland. Yeah, and um, I th- I
1: think that me I think that me that's terrible English. Mm. I think that what we're going to see is Brandon Knight be a full time. He's, he's already a guard. Yeah, full time. He's a guard. Yeah, yeah. he's yes. at
2: guard, uh, and they're trying to shuffle things around. One of the other rookies, Derek Pooney. He was out. It was out as well. So they are they are they razor thin at guard. They right
1: cannot now. have that happen. Derek Pooney does not. He, he can't. You if you're a yeah. guy trying to make this team, you you know and, and trust me, I, I appreciate injury. I not appreciate. I understand injury. <laughs> I was, I'm, just, I'm having you a do terrible. Do appreciate. I'm it. having a terrible show today already. Uh, it's no different. But uh, the the thing is though, if you're one of those guys. You can't be hurt if you're Derek Pooney. You're fighting for a practice squad spot. You know what? You're, you're trying to show toughness and, and and be a reliable guy and get in these games and and, and do some good and maybe be a practice squad. It's guy. a big
2: reason Rico Gathers got released when he did because not only you know was it a numbers game, but he was dealing with an ankle. Right, he
3: wasn't really really ready to go full full go. All right, go down your list, man. And Lance and by the way, Lance Lenore is in that same boat. He oh. can't miss. Right? The ship's sailing. And, and, and ship West Street, sailing. Westry, same, same boat.
1: Bye. They, they'll, know, they'll put you on that
3: final list. Bye. It's, bye. Like, it's like, okay, rehab, get healthy, and yeah. see you because can't. Okay, so Amari, Lenore, Westry, Zach Martin, Wickman, Demarcus Lawrence, Tyron Crawford, Nora Brown, Connor McGovern, Sean Lee, Byron Jones, Zeke, Travis Vet Day, and then Pooney. And then before it was over, Gifford and Quinn. That's a long list. That's precious. And there's some important guys yeah. in there, yeah. too. Jay Goodwin in there. Oh, Goodwin, 17. There's another one. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't Mickey seen him. I haven't seen this him. <laughs> I haven't seen
1: him in so long. I forgot <laughs> Mickey, he was here. he did a show at 6:20 local time, and he forgot. He forgot. Good. You haven't good seen one. him though. Yeah. No, you haven't. Where's yeah. he been? He's been standing on the sideline. Yeah, next to you. That's never a good thing. You're so right. That's, that's the, too many. This is
3: the dog and they haven't days played of a game. camp. They haven't played a game yet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they got to get through this week, because I would imagine next week, get back Monday will be. An easy day. I think I saw a walkthrough on Monday, sure. maybe. And then you practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and you leave on Thursday.
2: Yeah. yeah. They're getting out of the last few practices out here. Um, so if you live in the Oxnard area, come Please out. come see us, yeah. There's only a few of these left. Um, all right, any other standouts from practice? I got one.
3: I got a bunch, but go
1: ahead. How about that
2: number 18? Yes.
3: How about Randall Cobb? I don't yeah. want anybody else asking questions about him. Yeah. Where's he at? What's yeah. he doing?
1: Yeah. Randall Cobb played well yesterday. Down the field.
2: Down, down
3: the field, but guess no. why he played How well? about number
1: four throwing the, the ball? The
3: quarterback was driving the ball he, down the. Yes. M- I mean, driving. Yes, it.
2: yes. Very yes. sharp in the team period. Yes, um, and seven on seven, seven as on well. seven. He he lit them up. Uh, and you and Dave did training camp live. Please check that out. That. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Rob Phillips today, by the way, on that. Is it my day today? Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, Tony Pollard, very involved with the first-team offense in the t- early Tony Pollard's periods. making up for the he's, 17 people that moved. didn't practice yesterday. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's
3: moved up the ladder. Every, yeah. every time yeah. you
2: turned around, it was draw to Pollard for a sizable
1: gain. Motion out, screen it to Screen yeah, to it, Pollard yeah, in the flat. Yeah. I mean,
2: he was highly involved with the first-team offense. And Alfred Morris, by the way, moved up with some second-team reps he, yeah, Alfred
1: Morris, I was going to say that. The thing about Pollard, what what's, what's good about Pollard is the fact that the O.C. was on board with getting him. So if you're one of those guys that's yeah. on board with like trying to bring a player on. Better use him, huh? Better use him. It better not be. <laughs> it better not you better not have the owner or general manager walk in there and go, Kellen, uh, we drafted this kid. You gonna do anything with him? Right, no. He right. it's to the point where maybe the general manager's gonna have to say, Hey, listen, we need to give this kid a vet day <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just to yeah. catch his breath. You yeah. know? Yeah. Doing well. Doing and, well. And, and and Weber doing well as, as Weber well. Weber well. is coming yeah. on, yeah.
3: And they could not cover Witten yesterday.
1: Yeah. You know. The old no. man, he's found the Fountain of Youth somewhere. Right. At ESPN, at Bristol. When he was up there, he, he was bathing himself in the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> because if you look at him running routes, he doesn't have that mummy look, that stiff, oh, that kind of guy, you know, like Frankenstein it's walking. Like his, hip, know, and, his hips are working better. Yeah, he is, he's got some flexibility to his game. Now, let's see what happens in week 13 and week 14 where maybe the body starts. But it's amazing what, how he looks now – as opposed to what we saw a year ago, removed when he was retiring that it's day. It's almost like he's turned back the clock five years. Well, he's moving a lot better. It's That's like what I but, mean. But it but it, but it's, it has to do with in in, in in training camp live yesterday. I was telling Rob. Uh, me. I was telling David. I go. You get him inside 18 yards where it's just a short burst and then some finish. Jason Witten is going to wear you out. He did it. He did. Yes, he, he ran. He, they got down. there were inside about the nine-yard line. And he found, it. he found the perfect spot between a linebacker and a safety and just curled it back inside. And Dak knew where he was going to go with the ball. He knew Witt was just going uh, to uncover himself. Whoop! Mm. right there. Easy throw. Touchdown.
2: Yeah. It's like those 10 months off. Just kind of got rid of all the nagging stuff that had yeah. been, bothered, you know, just the He's aches and pains for over fifteen, 15 years.
1: years of of not missing anything.
3: Yeah. So, w- so once again, we saw where everybody was all hot and bothered about how well the defense played in the blue white scrimmage, sure. and then they come back on Tuesday and the offense kind of took over again. It's ah. it's exactly
1: it back and forth. It's, it's exactly what Jason Garrett told us the other day. He appreciates the the defense, offense, defense, offense. I mean that that's that's good for his. For his team if we're out here every day and it's like my gosh Mickey there's a lot of questions in that secondary they can't cover anybody and then we do five six seven shows in a row where that's all we talk about then that's not good on the that's not good overall for the team
2: that's one side of your team probably stinks you know yeah, all, if it's getting yeah, constantly yeah. beat trust and that's me, not yeah, the case I, here. I've been
1: on those teams where one side <sighs> of the team stunk yeah and it's no or fun. both sides yeah yeah <laughs> you cover that <laughs> that was a this diss- <laughs> Mickey and Nick Eatman, they remind me every day of how bad of a scout I was. So I don't think it was scouting. I think the uh, salary cap had a lot to do we, with we, what no, was No, Mickey, on. We, we, we botched that a lot. But anyway, that's another oh, day. I'll, I'll, I'll give you We got pre- some deep blues coming. Hey, you're deep blue, huh? Coming out? Deep blue. Welcome
2: to Switzerland. Two words. Coming out today, 3 o'clock Central Time. I, I love
1: looking back at that stuff. So I where think. do I
2: find it? You can find it on DallasCowboys.com, the mobile app, our social channels, our connected TV app. Anywhere you want to go. Any real TV? It's going to air locally on Channel 11, I believe, before Ooh. the
3: game. There you go. Oh, okay. If
1: you're in the area, this check this, it out. This
3: Saturday, I believe that's correct.
1: You Although guys work so that. hard on that I'll
2: good stuff.
3: Set my DVR. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Brian. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Check that out. That was. And thank you to Coach Switzer for for letting us into his home back in February and uh, spending some time with us. So that was fun. Uh, recapping '94 and '95 back then.
3: Could you have had a like a two-hour show if you just aired the interview?
2: No doubt, no doubt. As fun as as interviewing Bill Parcells was last year, that uh, you talk about two personalities yeah. from the head coaching position. I still uh, think we should do that, huh? Just air Just the, air the, the Just air yeah. the outtakes. those were funny.
1: Hey, uh, Mike Bradley wants to know. We were talking about Witten a little bit, but do you think he? It's sixty percent of the snaps for him would be good. Is that a a low number, a high number, something? So I, I wanted to kind of get that answer before that's we got a, off.
2: That's a great question. I don't. I don't have a feel for it at this point. I
1: know it's not going to
2: be 99. You yeah, know, and I know it's not going to be less than 50. I think he's going to be out there
3: a good bit, right? But, well, that's the way they've been practicing it. But they also right. have been using quite a bit of two tight end, and Blake Jarwin. I don't think they want to lose Blake Jarwin. Like they they want to use him. Uh, yeah. And 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 and. You know, even in some of those nickel situations, when they got to get the ball down the field, they've been putting him in there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they they split it. I, I think they realize they can't wear Witten out.
1: I, I think you're right about that, Mickey. That's a great. More than great, anything great else, great view right there. Yeah. You can't
3: wear him out. So. You, you, you want him in there for, you know, Brian said, game 13. Yeah. Make sure he, he's still fresh and going. And so. now
2: and now you're in a position where you have a couple young tight ends that have been in the league, have right. played Dalton That's Schultz as well. That's a big difference. That is a big
3: difference that, right now. That
2: can shoulder some of the load.
3: So in in the scrimmage, they called a double hold on him. <laughs> I never heard of a double hole. Does that shorts? mean you hel- held? No, on Witten. On Witten, they they held him twice. These the best two holders guys, I've ever seen. Or two guys held the same guy. I, I'm not sure, but he was giving that official what for? Oh, he yeah. was fired up, and it was like the first play of the
1: team portion well, of, of, of the scrimmage. Usually, Witten could be very <coughs> violent in his discussions with not only teammates, but bless you, but but also with. Uh, but he—it was NFL officials. And yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like he had 16 weeks of pinup watching, <laughs> watching them from a booth, like yeah. do things, and he said, "You know what? I'm going to give this side judge, back judge, whoever, a lot of oh, grief." Oh, he gave it to him. A oh, lot of grief. Oh my!
3: And he, i could see the fire in oh, his eyes. Oh, he, he—he was upset. That was the first play. But, but good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They need more of that. Uh, question again, if I could. We talked about Brandon Knight a little bit is does he have a shot here does he have a shot to beat out a suofilo or somebody like that could he be the 10th lineman could he be the 9th lineman or we are we are we just we uh, we kind of touched on that at the end of the or show or is that yesterday. just is that just out a um, necessity a move and let's see how it goes i think he's setting himself up for a practice squad spot
2: i know they like him it's just it could be a numbers crunch though to your
3: point um,
2: but a
1: suofilo like our odd but suofilo be your 9th lineman
3: I'm trying to count who uh, – uh, uh, well, we, we, we I think a yesterday. lot happens – remember, a lot happens what, – what happens with McGovern? Do McGovern, they have to yeah, carry him or see, not? Because yeah. if you count McGovern, then that's four backups right there if you count Philo, yeah. Fleming, and Looney. And now the 10th spot is – they'll probably keep a young – I don't know if they would keep two young guys. Right. Uh, and, and I just think with Zach Martin's situation, you probably hang on to Philo.
2: Yeah, right?
1: that's a that's a good point. They, they got to cover yeah, yeah. they got to yeah. cover this because Suafila did make starts, yeah. and and I think Jason Garrett talked about that a little bit yesterday. That you know Suafila was important to what they did. I, he's he's not my ideal guy. No, he's not. But because I've learned from Mickey, I've learned this from you actually, Mickey. Uh-oh. Usually you have a pretty good eye for these offensive linemen because you were on it about Fleming. I don't think Fleming has killed him yet. But there are some moments where you. But I, I think with Suofilo, there's those moments where you go, "Oh no!" You know mm-hmm. he gets overextended, or he, you know he's got power, he's got the stuff you'd like, but he he's he gets, limited. He's he gets really too heavy. I he, think. He's real limited the way he, the way. He, uh, hey, That's, speaking of speaking of offensive lineman Rob, I'm sorry, I know you're running this show. How about the two reps that Connor Williams had against Malik Collins yesterday in the compete period? Did you yes. get a chance to see that? Stood him up. Did a nice yeah. job twice, and yeah. so there was a time. This time last year, that would not have happened because he got over. He would get overpowered. He, yeah, he would get overpowered. Because how
2: many times in camp, this camp, we've yeah. seen Malik Collins just use pure power. I think Malik there, Collins I, is one him. of the
1: three best players in this camp. Well, so
2: far. and it's a, and it's a progression just from a couple days ago yeah. where he put Connor Williams on his back.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, yeah, and and you can tell. I mean, the bulk is there. He obviously weighs more. Uh, but that's a good sign that, you know, he has improved his strength. And yeah. wouldn't you like to keep him?
1: Who? Malik Collins. Collins. i tell you, Stephen. Keep J- him. Stephen Jones keeps saying – Oh, those contract years, those contract, you know, those guys are up on those contracts. So he kind of, he's well, the is he thinking that Malik Collins is going to play out of his mind well, and he's, he's going to have to pay him? If he stays healthy. He's got to stay yes. healthy. I keep watching him go through those bags he's and I go, please feet. make it, please make yeah. it, please make it, please make it. Oh, could he make it? Because that's
3: how he hurt himself. <laughs> yeah, it's a bag. He's got to be
2: in the top five of performers in practice. Oh, there's no camp, question. Right? Yeah. He's got to be. Uh, Okay, it wouldn't be a show this year without contract talk right now. So we've got to touch on that when we get back. And I want one for Malik Collins. Mickey's got a long list of contract notes. He wants to talk about Malik Collins as well. We'll do that next on Talking Cowboys.
0: Get the live sports you love. Try TV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit Direct TV DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every sunday since 1865 stetson hats are american made with pride right here in texas they are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys and stetson is proud to be on the field with america's team find stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today dr pepper is the one you crave but how do you explain that craving
2: Welcome back to Oxnard, California Cowboys practicing once again this afternoon, 5.30 Central time-ish. Stay tuned to DallasCowboys.com all day long for coverage. Coach Garrett, training camp live. Coach Garrett. Periscope live. Got a lot of things going on uh, two today. 2 o'clock Central. Got a show yeah. after us, too. Training camp live. The break is coming up right after this. And Mickey, my goodness, look at he that. He filled chi- up a legal pad. Look at that chicken scratch. Only
1: Boston Legal can fill up a pad like that. Is that all contract related?
3: It's Stephen Jones' interviews yesterday.
1: Did you transcribe them all?
3: I was writing it down as he was going.
1: So you were you went from station to station with him?
3: No, I, did, I just listened to it once because I oh. figured the same thing was going to happen again. <laughs> did he, did again. he change it up any? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't see anything new break out that people wanted to quote him and didn't, like, talk
1: to him. You feel like oh he got his message they out? They stole, yeah, he got the <laughs> message out. You're about to get the message he out sure for him did, here.
3: Because when they... they <laughs> They asked him, get I sushi. think the first yeah. question. <laughs> Mickey going to
1: get some sushi, and he's going to get this message first <laughs> question,
3: the first question was, so what did you think about the news that uh, Zeke might sit out the entire season if mm-hmm. he doesn't get a new contract? And Stephen said, news to us, doesn't change anything. There you go. And it's like, okay, yeah. battle's on, go ahead. Yep, yeah, exactly. And I thought the other thing, and see, I had heard this before we left for training camp, mm. that... The, the the negotiations with all three of them really weren't going, and n- nothing was happening. They, they really I weren't misread talking that, myself. that much. And, and, and I was told that I'd be surprised if anything happened before they started camp, right. and it might not happen until they get back from camp. And Stephen said yesterday, I think you could easily get out of Oxnard before anything gets done, not until we get back home. There you go. So... Maybe before the season, and, and he also said he he would not be terrified if Dak had to play out his contract this year. That if that's the way it worked out, that's the way it worked out. Um, they asked him, uh, "Is he frustrated that they can't get anything done?" And he said, "I think there is frustration on their part. I'm not frustrated." True. So they're holding holding strong, and. He used these two words, I thought were were key to this whole thing. He said it's a distribution dilemma that we have to that, figure that out. That is
1: a that is a good phrase.
3: And 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 that's what he's talking about. And it's not just those three guys, but he's looking down the road. Like yeah. I said, Malik Collins, yeah. Jalen Smith, Byron Jones, a uh, bunch of guys, yeah. Anthony Brown, Lale Collins. Absolutely, they would like to try to keep these. We're assuming they can't. They're, they would like to try, and, and so that's why, as he pointed out, he goes, "You know what? When we're negotiating these contracts, I'm not trying to save us money. I'm trying to save money for the team, right. so we can have a team and keep some of these good young players." Well,
2: yeah, and and he also said, "I would love that, stuff right there. Man. I would love to have this problem every year where we have so many solid draft picks that we've got to re them all." It's it, don't feel sorry for him. It's just the situation they're in because they have done a nice job drafting. Um, Building on that, his quote was, we're dividing up the pie, and it's Jerry and I's final call to decide who gets what. Is it a tough one? Of course it is. It's a tough deal. But at the end of the day, we all want them to have contracts they're happy with. That's hard to do. At the same time, they've got to understand we've got to keep some other players on this football team.
1: Can I ask a question to both of you and and from what you've heard? If they could get one or two guys to take – Deals of the top guys, maybe a Dak or Zeke or Amari that isn't a top three deal, mm-hmm. does that kind of set precedence for what they maybe do in the future? And I mean it in this way that people look at it say, well, wait a minute, Amari took less, Dak took less, Zeke took less. Does that help them in the future with other people saying, well, wait a minute? you know they could go back to the, uh, the the Malik Collinses and the and the Byron Joneses and guys like that and say wait a minute our top guys are taking less you you can't take less to help the team
3: but but the difference will be those guys will become free agents next year yeah and so it won't, they're matter. Getting, it won't matter they're yeah. not getting franchise so yeah. they'll sit there and go well i will see what what the market bears, and and they'll Anthony lose Hitchens. Yeah, Anthony Hitchens. Right. Yeah, exactly. Would have loved to have yeah, him absolutely. back. Absolutely. But the market said, or Kansas City says, "Oh, here we'll pay him this much." And, and yeah. it's his
1: best shot to
3: go get right. a great deal. And you yeah, got to. You know, you got You got to do that. You can't. You can't fault Anthony Hitchens no. for doing. What he I did. can remember. I can remember. Byron Jones will be probably the same. When when, when when Chris, another name, Chris yeah. bonial became was going to be a free became a free agent. And he wanted to stay with the Cowboys. And and Steve Hoffman basically told him,
1: leave. You're a kicker. Yeah.
3: And if they're going to sign you to yeah. that big of a signing bonus, yeah. you owe it to your family to do leave. it. Yeah. You know, and he did. And it was miserable because you're kicking in Philadelphia right. for two months in bad weather. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, he, he I don't think he liked it. And he only lasted a couple I don't think he made oh, it I was with his him three years. Yeah, deal. Yeah, I was with right? him. Yeah, I was with him for a year. So yeah. So guys have to do that, but if you have the money available, you can take a preemptive strike maybe before free agency starts and get a deal done in February. Now, they would probably tell you you're going to have to pay me for the right to keep me out of free agency. Like, I need to go check. But if they have good seasons, then it's tougher. But with these guys, you know, the franchise tag's always looming, right? Yes. Any of the three. And next year you get a transition tag, too, because it's the last year of the CBA. So you can actually sort of protect two guys uh, and not just one. So, uh, you know, and and Stephen continues to say we've made generous offers to both guys. And, and Zeke
2: specifically said the offer. I'm not going to get into specifics, right. but a very generous offer. And
3: I think I, I wish people would just do research and 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 find out what these deals are really worth. Right. Not what the agent puts out there, like Michael Thomas, five years, a hundred million. Well, it, it's not a yeah. hundred million. It's 96 to start with. And if you look where the guarantees run out, it's either three for 45 or four for 61, which is 15 million a year. So if you went to Mari Cooper today and said, okay, I'll give you 15 million a year, would you do it? Yeah. You know I, if he would sign that, they keep saying, well, okay, you got to yeah. go off of Michael Thomas's contract. That's well, what it look was yeah. inside Michael right. Thomas's yeah. contract. Look inside Carson Wentz's contract that really when when you're looking at the guarantees and, and, and see when these guys get extensions, that base salary that first year still counts right So his year his contract averages out to four years 26 million. It's not thirty two million. Yeah. The big number's thirty two right. million, but there's all this money stuffed the into the last yeah. two years of, of base salary. That's not guaranteed. And the same thing with Todd Gurley and the yeah. same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you have to. I don't want to hear this market stuff. I almost said the wrong thing. Mm, uh, mm. But seriously, seriously, family it's, show. It, 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 it's mom's watching. The market yeah, is what your too. team can <laughs> afford, not what somebody else got paid, and you got to get more than they get.
1: Can I can I ask you a question off Periscope? I think this is pretty good. I'm going to put you guys on the spot, but in a, in a good way. I think we'll see. Which Collins would you resign? Oh boy. If you could only resign one, is that fair, Mickey? Is that a fair question, Malik, or Lyle?
3: I think this season will answer that question. Yeah, because are they both going to play at, at a well, high level? That's
1: you hope. You I hope. mean, I
3: like what I'm seeing from Lyle Collins. I do too. He looks like a better player right now at right tackle. Um, but again,
1: I'll, I'll jump. I'll, I'll jump in the water. And well, here's I, and
3: here's another consideration. They don't have anybody ready to step in and take a spot.
1: Yeah. Right? Here's my question. I feel Layout better Collins. about the tackles than I do the offensive tackles. Well,
3: here's my question. And unless you, have, you move. Unless and you move. have And you have Tristan Hill sitting in the wings. Yeah,
1: unless you're going to move. Unless you're telling me you're going to move. But I don't know anything about Connor McGovern, only what I've seen at Penn State. I was going to say, you or drafted. Or Looney. I was say a you, free agent, too, by you, the way. You've
2: drafted young players behind both spots. Yeah. But you're not, you don't know about either guy yet. Can they afford Lyle Collins? Oh, I know. That's that's I, yeah. I have a you know, I don't know we'll see what Malik Collins could get next year on the open market, but what right what offensive tackles of, of Lyle's caliber can be at some point how my, how many resources can
3: you devote to that offensive line?
2: I mean it's a question they're gonna oh, have to yeah. answer a year from now. Oh, I think you know? they're looking at it right now. I think
3: I think if he has a good season and he says, I wanna test the market then they're not going to be able to re-sign. him. No. that's my feeling no. too. I mean, but if they get it done before that, then maybe they can. It's a matter of does his agent? What does his agent? I, He's got to, the agent has to do some good homework.
1: I am thinking Lyle Collins is a third round pick in twenty twenty one from a compensatory standpoint, right? Well, and, and Connor yeah, Williams yeah. is
3: your right tackle
2: next year. Yeah, if maybe. It,
1: it, I I think I could protect myself better. Places I I don't know because. I think I protect myself a defensive tackle, but if I can move Connor Williams to right tackle and say if I knew McGovern could fill in and be the left guard, mm-hmm. if I knew that, mm-hmm. I, I might lean towards signing Malik Collins. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of that's kind of how I feel. But that's that'll the, be
3: depend on Tristan yeah, Hill.
1: That exactly on Tristan. Is Hill. that a periscope question? That was a periscope and question. And then mm. and then also
3: what what you, <laughs> I liked it? What are you doing <laughs> with Tyrone Crawford cuz he's still got a couple of years left I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: see. Uh, has he got one year left on his DR I think one more after. You're right. This. He's yeah, got more yeah, than one. Yeah. 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 See to me that's kind of one of those we we're looking at if those guys play they, but he's been so good for you. I mean, everybody I mean, I know when he first signed that contract everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, they they overpaid. Da 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 da. He's doing things in the box score you don't see. He's a
2: Swiss
3: Army knife. See, and yeah, the other yeah. and the other guy that doesn't come up is what happens with Robert Quinn.
1: Yeah, I think Robert Quinn
3: is he a one done?
2: I, he, what happens with Randall Cobb? Yeah. Hmm.
1: See, that's what I think,
2: I'm telling you, man, this team could look a lot different next year. Oh, no. We, you know, yeah, yeah, you re sign your top three oh, guys. Sure, that's yeah. what Stephen Jones is talking
3: about. you got to be able to, to keep
1: because some of these those other guys. Those guys are all
3: betting on themselves.
2: Oh, no question. You
1: know,
3: we have a good year, and no I'm a question. free agent.
1: No question. We've
3: got a lot of one year deals.
1: Yep. Mickey, uh, Mike Bradley says America needs to listen to you.
3: Thank you. Oh, no. That's all we need is. Tell them encouragement. I'm, tell them I'm
2: trying. That's because
1: to, you're Italian.
3: Tell I'm trying to save the world. Okay,
2: are you? Are you trying to save the world? at a time. Out of time.
1: One I'm running one, out of time. One show at a time. I didn't
2: know your mission was that broad.
1: It is. Okay. Everybody, everybody said they would take Malik Collins easy. Everybody's lining up for Malik Collins out there. Well, I, 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 I don't the, know, man. The, I think that's a the, great hey, question. Uh, the lifeblood I'm, of right. this team for right. the last five no, years no, no. Mickey, has been the offensive arguing. line. Mickey's so. right, though. Mickey's right. This is going to come down to how well. And can you get a deal done with, with, say, Lyle Collins before? But you're right about the resources in the offensive line. But you also drafted that kid to play, I think, that McGovern. Not to play you, this you year, did. but to play next and year. And just
2: because he's not practicing right now, that, that doesn't affect his long-term but viability. You
3: but that wasn't a premeditated decision. That happened on the clock. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were thinking, okay, let's get us a guard that can go in and start so we can move Connor McGovern. They just qualified it when the guy was still on the board. It, uh, was it was the blinking light. Pick. That's yeah, right. folks, yeah,
1: folks are reminding yeah. us a little bit here. That if they couldn't afford Ron Leary, they won't afford Lyle Collins. Is that fair? Le-
3: Ron Leary was older, wasn't he?
1: I think Ron no. Leary, I think they're about, about the similar. The same very age. similar, very similar, okay. yeah.
3: I mean, that was his first free agent. Yeah, but that sure. was that was back then. so you can't compare oh, I know, I, I know. I, you're right. four years ago because you don't know what oh, now the, the salary cap looked here like. Here comes the
1: Lyle Collins uh, love. Here we here go. They, here they come go. on, yeah. let's have it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're there. That was a great question, though. Thank you very much for Periscope for that. Appreciate that.
2: Really do. Love Periscope putting us on the spot like that. I do. All right, let's take our final break. When we come back, I got some questions for you You're going to put us on the spot? Yeah, let's do a little progress <laughs> report. And we're going to save the world. <laughs>
0: Get the live sports you love. Try Direct TV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirectTVnow.com. Direct TV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little little package. After three months, we'll use monthly at full price. Currently, minimum $40 and less. canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply.
1: It's
2: time for tailgating with the
3: Otterbox, boys.
1: The Otterbox that builds those crazy protective phone cases?
3: Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the Otterbox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight,
1: mobile, and leak proof.
0: Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate ultimate lens package and get a second pair of frames find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com that's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply back to talking cowboys he's saving the world one football podcast at a time ladies and gentlemen
3: Mickey Spagnola so you know all about well what done, the pros Robert use to save you the know world, all about what the pros use. Yes, to save your face. Ah. <laughs> <Okay>. Jack Black <laughs> is the official men's care brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black <laughs> Playmaker for J.B. faves plus a full-size lip balm for just ten bucks with free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use that code Cowboys, and they've come up with a new deal on jack black hmm. you can get skin replenishment yeah meaning that you could put an Need order hair in and they'll replenish it uh, in in a certain amount of time oh, so wow. you don't have to keep ordering and run out like
1: some of us run out with all the hard work you do on this jack black I would love a big box of it to show up at the star. <laughs> I really would. I would love a big block, a box, and Mickey said, okay, this is your six items, Rob, this bill, This is, my, and these are my 12. You can swing that, right? You're in touch you, with the marketing you know, people.
3: You know what's really good? That's the sunscreen. Oh, mm. no, it
1: is good. Yeah. You're not wrong I mean, about it, that. It's saving Dude, my forehead. You're not wrong about that. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Something's got to save my forehead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, welcome back to Talking Cowboys. That's three minutes we won't get back. <laughs> yeah,
2: Mickey <laughs> dragging us. Good stuff. It is good stuff. All right, out of the ditch. we got ten minutes left. I want to go through some progress reports. All right, yep. some guys that you know about, some guys maybe you don't know about as okay. well. Give me like a, an overall view of Dak Prescott's camp right now. I mean, yesterday was a really good day. How do you feel he's been
3: overall in camp? I think he's thrown the ball awfully well. Uh, And I like some of the decisions he's making when he's got nothing and he's starting to throw the ball in the ground on purpose. Now, I haven't seen him pull a Troy Aikman yet when somebody screws up and Troy just throws the ball in disgust into the ground. Uh, He hasn't moved to that part yet, but I've seen him throw the ball away. And, you know, one of those interceptions the other day, he, he basically was sacked twice. He, he was. just yeah. flung it yeah, downfield, did. Did. and it got intercepted. It's like, oh, he threw an interception. Okay, watch the play. Yeah. Don't watch the end of the play. Watch the whole play. I think he's been awfully good, and I think he, he's doing a much better job with his footwork. He's setting himself to throw instead of throwing off one foot or off balance. He's done a better job of that.
1: He's been challenged. Yeah, I like that. I like the fact he's been challenged. This defense has given him some things that's been made it difficult for him and I think that's good. I think like Mickey says, you know, it's he's he's had to get rid of the football, he's had to make decisions, he's had to move around, he's had to fight for things. It hasn't been easy for him. He's had some days where he's really been on point throwing the football. A lot of that has to do with Cobb getting open. Uh uh you know uh Gallup getting open, Davis getting open, guys getting open for him. Those guys have got to win on the outside to help him. The tight ends getting open. When he's had guys that had the ability to get the football to him, he's done a really good job of that. I think, like I say, the best thing I love about this camp so far at Dak Prescott is he's been challenged, and I think when it comes to the time to play these games for real, I think he's going to appreciate how hard it was for him at training camp to make play after play after play. Tight window throws. Tight window throws. All day long, some good, some bad, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to be beneficial for him.
3: You know, the other thing is, you you don't see him when a play breaks down take off and start running. He's trying to to figure things out. Figure things out, mobile. Yeah. Can I I go somewhere with the ball, or maybe I just throw it away? Mm. Compare that to what you saw yesterday uh, with Mike White. Yes. He's still hesitant to cut it loose, and he ends up running with the ball. He it does. seems like yeah. more than he yeah. throws it, yeah. And and that's either I don't know if those times they're not getting yeah. open, or, or but he he takes off and, and it's like. Uh.
1: There's a new game we play on the sidelines. It's when Mike White first pass is always a checkdown. That first, it's like you could you could win money on that. By the way, <laughs> his first pass, is, but that maybe that gets him going. You know, yeah. but he needs to let it fly more. We've talked about that and in, in camp, but Dak overall, like Mickey said, a lot of good things there. Being challenged, that's even a better thing. Next, Leighton Vanderesh. <sighs> Seeing things different you this know, camp than last you camp. You know what? You know what I think Leighton Vanderesh is learning? I think Leighton Vanderesh having to play against Jason Witten is a good thing for him. Mm. Because he's playing some things in coverage. He can make every single tackle. If they were bringing him to the ground, you would see Leighton Vanderesh have sixteen tackles every day. You know? yeah. but, but I think where he's learning is the coverage aspect of his game. You know, he's always been a physical player, a lateral player, a, you know, a guy that gets after you. But having to deal with a guy like Jason Witten as a blocker on him a little bit at times, or a guy that gets to him, you know, or Connor Williams, those guys getting up on him, playing with your hands – but I go, I go back to those coverage things. Like when they get down the red zone, he, he has to carry Witten a little bit, or he gets in the it gets in the individual drills over here where they're playing against the tight ends and the backs. Mm-hmm. He's having to do that. I think that 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 aspect is starting to because he has some really good coverage, and then he has somewhere ah the old man got him today. Old man figured out how to separate. He's you know no not many people can lean on Leighton Vander and separate. Jason Witten can because I saw it the other day. I saw it yesterday. It's like it happened down in the red zone. And, and Van Der Esch walked up to Witten afterwards. I mean, he didn't, yes. play, with him. He yes. didn't play with him last year. Yes. So he doesn't really know Jason Witten. He knows the stories of Jason Witten, but yeah. he doesn't know Jason Witten. So he walked up to Jason Witten and they walked together back in towards the huddle. And it was kind of like Van Der Esch was picking his brain. He was like, asking questions. He was, at, he was like, right. he's like, you just bullied me. But how did you bully me? And Witten was trying to tell him, like, well, maybe he said you gave me outside lever, you gave me an outside look. I knew I could lean on you, and I could get back inside. If you play me more balanced, you know. And I think that's where I'm learning about Leighton Vanderesh the player. I bit. wrote
3: that note down because I saw it when it happened. Yeah, and and Witten was more than glad. He, they, they, they just walked. They walked to two
1: them. really tall men are good great football put, walk together and talking yeah. about how they got yeah. better how to get better that's the other thing camp. Yeah. and
3: you know the other thing I've noticed about him he, he, he his confidence has soared oh, so yeah. he's talking more he's yes. telling people where yes. to move yes it's almost like he's little Sean Lee out there yeah. as a matter of fact one time I saw him telling Jalen hey over there yeah. over there yeah. and so I don't think he would as a rookie was doing that. He seems like he has more command of what's going on on the field. One thing uh, Ben Bloom, linebacker's coach, told us, it's,
2: it's little things for him. It's diagnosing things, yeah. uh, pre-snap reads, because it, at the linebacker position, one step can make a huge difference in terms it's of – It's
1: whether you get there or not.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that in terms – and also, you know, building his upper body strength in terms – like you were talking about getting off blocks. Yeah. Guys trying to get to the second level on him. That's important as well. Um, Jamez Olawali. fullback.
1: Being used a lot more. Yes. And we're— st- yesterday was the first day I noticed we had two backs in the backfield, two backs being one being Pollard, yes. one being Alfred Morris. So now we're starting to see, okay, a little creative wrinkle here. But we have seen the fullback play in this offense offset. And I mean offset when you play I backs, you're straight. When you're offset, you play to one side or the other. So they're trying to take advantage of Ola Wally as being a guy that can maybe be a point-of-attack player. I One of my favorite players that we've ever had here was like, was Keith Davis. Because I liked – I liked Keith it, Smith. Keith Smith. I'm sorry. It's a Keith Davis did uh, back in the day. Yeah, it was Keith, way back. Way back in the day. Keith Smith. Yep. And I loved him because even though he was maybe not right all the time, he did it at such a violent pace and a violence in there blocking that it was like it was like okay I get that he's making a mistake but he's with Wally, I see a more of a controlled guy and I don't know if that's a good thing but I mean he's capable of catching the ball we've seen that capable of making plays on the outside I just wish my fullback was that glass eater and I don't know if he's a glass eater he
3: would, he's not Bronco Nagurski okay yeah. Yeah, He's a polite fullback. He is a
1: very polite that's a Lusaka bit. polite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, there you go. That's old back in the day. Guy. That's going way that's back. That's a number 39 that we didn't think about yesterday on our yeah, uh, list. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, we just went right to Brandon Carr. We went right right. to Brandon
1: Carr, right. But, no, I, I think that that's where, to me, I like, I like the fact that they're thinking about him as a pass catcher even though that Indianapolis game would not have told you that, mm-hmm. but he can catch the football. He's a really good special teams player. He's he's always going to be downfield in coverage and be positive that way. So I, I think they're going to continue to have a plan for him.
3: Even some one-back.
1: Yeah. They've yeah. been using yeah. him as a one-back yeah. in
3: nickel situations yeah. too. Because he
1: blocks, he could pick up. He's a bigger guy. He's done some good blitz. If you watch him play with the Raiders, that's something he was actually pretty good at, Yeah, stepping up and picking up guys on the blitz.
2: Okay, one more.
3: Cheeto. Thoughts on his camp so far? Got no problems with what he's doing. No, I don't. To me, he's shutting down that side of the field. Physical.
1: Yeah, I think to me that that you talk about a guy that goes knows how to go about his business the right way. Not real flashy the way he plays. He's steady. He's tough. He he understands how how important it is to to play really good technique. You see him when he drops and drives and turns. Everything about him is with a purpose, not much wasted motion with the way he's playing. They've challenged him down the field. He's been able to carry routes inside, adjust, get his hands on balls. You know, that's something. Give me those those corners that can challenge inside, play the vertical routes, and then when the ball's thrown short, rally to knock the guy out of bounds or make the tackle. I think Awuzie has done all those things and more.
3: All right, a bonus one. I thought you were going to ask about the kicker. (laughs)
1: Let's go with that. Brett Maher. This is turning into a very bad trend, and this is scary if you're the Dallas Cowboys, the fact that you've had two drives, two Two-minute drives that have, it, it made reason make, put you in reasonable shape to make field goals to win games. I know it's very windy out here. Uh, the afternoon practice, if you're out here, you'll understand the goalposts move, the ribbons move, the tops of the trees above the goalposts. You would swear you're playing golf in Ireland as, as much as the wind moves That's, and uh, you're right. all this out here. Yeah. But his job is to make 32-yard field goals. His job is to make 35-yard field goals. His job is to make a 47-yard field goal. And especially if the drill needs to be finished, if the situation is for the win, you're not making the field goal, That doesn't bode well for not only the minds of the coaching staff, but also your teammates around him. Can you trust him? I think there's some doubt about that right and, now. And
3: and it's deflating, when, it is when very you're deflating in a two minute drill and it's happened twice now. Yeah. And the kicks have only been like forty two yards exactly. and or maybe. Reasonable last very one reasonable time kicks. And, and and you're driving and you feel like okay, we did our job right. now. Go ahead and finish it and, right. and then he misses. Well, it's it, was, like, it was a thirty two yarder in the blue white
1: scrimmage yeah. that
3: Good was hooked Good Right. Good yeah. snap. And yesterday it was yeah. forty two. Yeah. And yeah. then when he did, you know, he had a nice day Saturday, six of six. Right. Uh and and then the first one yesterday was 33 yards, and he, it was the ugliest kick I think I've ever seen. Yeah, but It was know, like a you know, line drive uh, helicopter. Yeah, it's, And it's like, ugh, can't have that. Those That's kick, an extra point. Those yeah. kicks from 50-plus last year you felt
2: really good about. It's those money kicks from 40 to 49, and, he, he, of he, course, he, the, the short ones. He
1: won the Atlanta game. He won the Detroit game, yeah. if you remember that. But yeah. he lost. They missed. They had the – Critical miss against the Redskins in Washington. You know, but there's that's the problem with you can't feel like you know if you're Dak Prescott and you drive and drive and drive and drive and you have four seconds left, and you're feeling like oh my gosh we did this. Yeah, I but got he it. He
3: did make that one against Washington.
1: Well, yeah,
3: yeah, he did. Snap infraction. Yeah. Snap right? infraction. All right. They see those guys don't need to invent calls. Oh, oh. Right? Yeah. It's like it's yeah, like I've, the, I've seen far it's, worse. It's like the Zeke when he lowered his head, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the other guy lowered his head. It was like two battering what They should have been a double foul if you're going to call it on one guy. Okay, put that and on. then the guy wouldn't <laughs> let me have my way when I asked the question. He got out of it by saying, oh, I didn't see the film of it. <laughs> it's your video. You should know what's on there. Tony Corrente. Yep. Wanted no part of Mickey. Put that on your Save the World <laughs> docket. I'm going to save
2: Hold say the referees it. accountable. Well, right. That's why yeah, I got I my problem. white hat. All right. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, everybody, for listening, producing Caden and Will next door. Talk to you guys on Wednesday.